0: Oh, and we all remember that time. Like, we're really happy today you didn't poop your pants like that last time. Excuse me? What?
1: What? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Erica. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Hello, happy Monday. How are you feeling? I'm good. I am feeling fully rested. I got like ten hours of sleep last night and my we week- I had a very long weekend of volleyball where I did not get much sleep. So my brand new aura ring, not an ad, just literally a thing that I bought. Um, my tells me that my readiness score for today was ninety six. I am ninety six percent ready for life today.
0: What does that mean? Is it just like it it it's- debates how much you've
1: slept not debates, Jesus. It <laughs> tracks how much you sleep. <laughs> like where you don't it's sleep like, too much or too little? It's a score that it's like how much you've recovered from your previous activity. So I think it's also like your quality of sleep, not just how long you slept. And yeah. like the amount of like REM versus deep versus light sleep, like that kind of thing. And then it because it knows how much activity you've gotten – the past few days so it's like how recovered are you from what you've done to yourself basically Oh, okay so you wore it playing volleyball weekend too i didn't wear it playing but i entered those workouts so i told it like oh i i was volley because it has a bunch of different workouts and volleyball is one of them so i was able to tell it like oh i had an hour here and then an hour there etc i probably could wear it but i think it would bother me
0: yeah i just i noticed so many girls on the trip had it and now i see it everywhere I'm yeah like, well Every that's why i bought it. it wearing was, this ring.
1: <laughs> Somebody on the trip gave me their like referral code because I was admiring it and I really like it so far. Yeah. looks nice. Thanks. Yeah. It looks like just like a gold ring. I've been wearing it on my pointer finger. I've been moving it around. I think I like it here. hmm So, anywho, I'm 96% ready for, for right now. So, here we go. Okay. Good. <laughs> How are you? Uh,
0: I'm good. I have a little interesting update for the listeners. Um. So, this was mostly, I guess, kept on the Patreon originally, of basically, we were just talking, as we do, and uh, I, we were talking, I don't know how it exactly came up, but basically, I asked you to set me up how, with how the account. How did it come up? I believe it was actually when I was in LA with Rourke, and Rourke was talking to me, and I was showing her, like, pictures of the guys, to put the face to the name of, pictures you know, that of, I've been like, on the pod. From the pod. Yeah, whatever X is, you know, classic girl talk time. And upon, like, talking to her and her (laughs) looking at pictures, she was like, oh, I think you'd really like the accountant. And I said, who's the accountant? Because I wasn't on the pod yet. So throwback. Um, And she said that, you know, Allie went out with him a few times, and, like, it didn't end badly or anything, just, like, not the match. And it was actually one of your matchmaker matches. The very first one? Yeah. Oh, really? It was the first one? Mm Mm-hmm oh damn so yeah what it was 2021 so also it's like two years later been a been a long time you know it has. <laughs> would have, probably would have been worse if it was like you know i went on three days i don't like him i'd be like send him here send him here right <laughs> <now."> uh <laughs> so i basically was like yeah i don't know it was rourke's suggestion i'm down if it's not weird and then uh so you linked me to him now that i'm back in new york and we are supposed to go out to tomorrow, actually, for a little like half. Oh hour shit! Drink. Before T Pain? Yeah, before T Pain. So, what an amazing T Pain
1: pregame!
0: I know, but I'm like, I mean, you know, if it's going well and you really, you really want to buy a ticket and join for T Pain, uh, because I'm going with a big group of people. Like, who
1: cares? One more? Yeah, go for it. I feel uh, like he would be the type to be down for something spontaneous like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he is, you know, why not? If it's going well, uh. And not to be like in the negative thought, but I have, so I have a college friend visiting town for a few days. So she's yeah. coming into the city. We're going to spend the day in the city and then whatever. So I obviously texted her first, being like, hey, I'm in a situation of trying to out with this guy. You know, I'm going to be in the city. Like, do you care if I have a drink with this dude before the show? And maybe you do your own thing for like an hour. And she immediately yeah. said, oh, absolutely. I'll be your out. And I was like, okay, well, I i actually don't need you in that that. sense (laughs)
1: yeah i I really don't think i'll need you in that sense but appreciate it you know you also kind of have one you're not i don't think you're going to need one even if you don't even if you don't think you're a match you're going to have a good time talking to the dude like he's he's a good hang
0: yeah i've already just texting wise i've felt like oh wow great banter easy to talk to like i'm I'm fully going in not worried about the out the fake phone call from the friend or whatever uh you have the concert like
1: worst case scenario exactly
0: Exactly. I'm like, it's. I'm not worried about it. Also, I'm an adult. I I know how to get out of a date if I really want to. <laughs> yeah, I, I could say
1: I'd like to leave. Yeah, oh yeah,
0: <laughs> I've been there before, you know. But it's just funny that sometimes your friends feel like I'm part of the
1: plan. Okay, you know, I'll have my phone hot and ready. Um, I yeah. I think it would be hilarious if she was at the bar, like watching your date.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be a Bose. like you just want to sit on the other end of the bar, have a drink and just slowly one by one, each friend trickles in to the end of
1: the bar. You're like, oh, <laughs> and then if he and then if he says yes to the spontaneous tea pain ticket, you can be like, well, good news. Everyone we're going with is right yeah. here.
0: <laughs> Wave him over. I mean, it might be. a. Little, I don't know if you'd see that as psychotic, to be honest, but I'm just that might be I'm, a little it might be a little odd. Right. But I'm such in the mindset personally of like, I don't care anymore. You know, like, you know what the plan is. I'm going to T-Pain. We're fitting this in. We're figuring it out. So I'm very excited for the date and for T-Pain. I got a handful of messages from people being like, I saw T-Pain. It was the best party of my life. I'm Uh, like, that's exactly what I want. I'm
1: sure it's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah. So my new obstacle now is it's sweaty as hell and hot. It's the summer. I'm like, shit, what am I going to wear that I could just sweat all day with my friend and look good for a date later in the day? What's the What's the
1: What's the move? What are you thinking?
0: Uh, I'm debating that. (sighs) um that abercrombie traveler dress thing i have one in black reading my and mind I literally i was like traveler yeah well that was just that's just a great concert outfit period so I, I actually that that's just starts with there but it's that outfit is designed to sweat in literally and i try to wear color but like a whole day of sweating the, i gotta i gotta go black don't you, have, don't you have the blue one i do but i don't want to show up with that like under boop sweat you think you would get that in
1: that dress even with the under even with the built-in bra i don't
0: i don't know dude i'm gonna be walking around the city and like hanging out for a while so uh, well the black one
1: is still very cute the black one is still very cute
0: they're both very cute they're my fave so yeah the the only
1: thing that i don't like about those dresses is that you have to be totally fucking naked when you go to the bathroom
0: i mean that's not a romper so
1: yeah well i guess oh here's the other thing i don't wear underwear with those dresses
0: no, neither do I. It has the built-in really shorts.
1: Niche. Yeah, yeah, is what it
0: is. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, very excited. So it's going
1: to be so fun. I'm excited. It'll be continued. Yeah. What are about doing, you? Are you going in the city? Is he coming into the city, like into Manhattan?
0: Um, yeah. Well, he suggested Tuesday originally because he uh, works um, like hybrid in the office That's and not. Right. So he That's was right. like, "Oh, Tuesday, I'm in the city anyway, um, and that'll be easy." Okay. So we'll figure it out. Yay. And the concert's I'm by so South Street Seaport, which is such a cute area. I used to live right by there.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on that. Um, it's like on the roof of that venue on the water, right? Yeah. They do a whole summer series,
0: and That's interesting, right. it's it is often a lot of artists that like were hot at one time, and now we're playing much smaller venues. Like, yeah. I couldn't go last year, but they had Avril Lavigne for one of them, <gasps> and I was such a little skater boy head of Avril Levine Lavigne Same. fan. Whew like oh my god i, I used to belt in my room.
1: complicated in the shower
0: all of it i loved all her albums oh my god it's so good um so it's people like that that you're like oh yeah remember when avril lavigne was like <laughs> top mm-hmm. of the charts <laughs> so it's perfect it wasn't expensive and that's how i just slowly started recruiting every friend of mine like you want to go to t-pain go to t-pain i love Let's it party
1: so very excited it's gonna be very fun and i'm excited to hear about the date
0: yes um so what about you what do you have going on
1: uh, I also have a date this week. The Tinder one? No hinge. Oh, hingeX. yeah. So the, so hinge X. Yeah. So the Tinder guy, no, no real update there. He's still out of town. Okay. So we're still like keeping in touch. I would say every like three days or so one of us will send like, uh, you know, a smoke signal kind of, Hey, I'm still here. You're still here. Cool. 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 See you a, a yeah. couple more
0: days <laughs> did you find your soulmate yet no good
1: no great perfect so you want to get back perfect. um so i think he's back i think like as this pod releases he'll be back i think he's back next week um so that'll happen but this week i have my first date from hingex okay and i'm excited hingex, hingex man yeah what, what are you doing for the date um we are going to he so he is This is actually interesting that we just talked about this. He is new to the city. And the prompt that I replied to of his was about how he's new to the city. Yeah, I think it's an easy prompt to apply to. I agree. Uh, Jared Frey doesn't agree.
0: (laughs) I mean, I agree with his point, though, of like, sometimes you go, "Uh, am I going to be your guide? But maybe more the female perspective. I look at it and I think, do you have any friends here yet? Yeah. Like if we were to start dating, would it just suddenly be you with me and my friend group all the time? Because like, you also can't depend on me for that. You need to, you know, it, it takes time, but build your own yes. friendships through your own networks somehow.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's a really good point because I've been out with people. This is a while ago now, but I had, I dated a guy for a little while where it became clear that I was really the only person that he was developing a relationship with, romantic or otherwise in the city. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I need you to find some other stuff to do. Yeah. Besides hang out with me.
0: Well, it it honestly, not that you go into a relationship thinking of the breakup, but it makes the breakup that much harder for both of you. Because you're going to feel extra bad of like, and your whole social circle now is my social circle. And then there's the debate of, okay, it was mine first, but like, are you still allowed to come and be invited?
1: You know, yeah. like, luckily we didn't get sticky... that far. Where yeah. he would have been, where he would have like ever expected that that would be the case. He had met my friends, but like it wasn't like like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So I don't know that yet. I will be. I I will. I don't really know. I know he came here for work, but I don't know. So I, I imagine he has coworkers, but I don't know what his kind of like social circle is here. Yeah. For sure. Um. But so we he he moved to Brooklyn, and so he was asking about like my favorite neighborhoods in Brooklyn, and um. I mentioned that one of them is Gowanus, which is I've mentioned before where all of those breweries are. And I like to go on like little brewery hopping outings Mm -hmm. in Gowanus. And so we're going to go to a brewery in Gowanus. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So we're doing that on Thursday. And, you know, I really do appreciate. So I picked where we're going, obviously. But he he didn't. We've talked before about like when people just move here and then they just put everything on you. They're like, oh, well, I'm new here, so what should we do?
0: Right. Like, great excuse to text someone and keep a convo going. However, also annoying. (laughs) Annoying.
1: (laughs) So what I appreciate about this guy is that, like, so he asked my favorite neighborhoods, and I also really like the neighborhood that he moved to. And then he was like, oh, like, I haven't spent much time in Gowanus. You know, what do you like there? And I mentioned that there are all these breweries there, and then he suggested that we go to one. Yeah, great. So it was like, okay, great. So you're like, yeah, we're doing, we're we're meeting halfway on this. I I like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like with anything. When so many people will ask you a question and you sit there like, did you even attempt to look it up? Yeah. yourself. No, see, especially get. something that has nothing to do with my expertise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was my frustration. I think I talked about it here in LA. I was like, hey, I'm new here. What's like a good taco spot? And they're like, well, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, all right, you know, something. Never mind. You know, but I'm like, yeah, you're just Google one. I don't know the difference. (laughs) I won't know.
1: I'm just trying to start a conversation,
0: right? I technically might be the example I just gave in that example, but you know what I'm saying. But
1: yeah, but you're still you're engaging. You're you're making conversation, etc. But um, so yeah, so that's on Thursday. I'm excited about that. And my assessment. So I'm maybe two weeks in. I think to my HingeX experiment. Mm -hmm. Where I've been you know tracking my data I think I think it's been two weeks let's see 13 days so almost okay. two weeks and I am receiving more likes than I used to not by that much but the biggest difference that I've noticed is the quality and the number of likes that I that are getting of mine that are getting accepted like the number of matches I'm getting from the likes that I'm sending out has gone way up yeah, I mean that makes sense cuz you you're put at top of the queue. Exactly. And then the likes that I'm getting in, I have accepted 50% of the likes that I have received in the last 2 weeks. Oh, pretty good. I don't I have mean, the not stats pretty good. from that is before. It's really good. It's really good. Like I don't have it's the really stats really from before, but I'm pretty confident it would have been lower than 10%. Okay.
0: So maybe there is a little truth to Jax
1: I think so. So, and I have noticed that I've gotten when I start getting more engaged and sending out more likes, and and I'm sending out comments, not just likes, and when I'm mm-hmm. doing that, I then see the next few days be higher in, like, incoming stuff. So, like, that's definitely working.
0: Okay. That makes sense. I actually just got back on Hinge last night. And you're, you have your
1: location set to L.A., right? Because you're about to go back I there. I did.
0: I moved it to L.A. because I was like, let me – I had a night off. I was chilling on my couch. I was like, let me send out some likes. Yeah. Start, start getting the ball moving in that department. And that oh, I, I have a confession. I oh. caved and was like, let me try this Hen and see what it is. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I stand by what I said. I do think it's still somewhat of a scam of they're just getting more money out of us. I agree with you. But I was like, let me give it a shot. Now, <laughs> yeah. I have a little beef with Hen Okay. Tell me. It's almost like <laughs> you are better off being on it sticking to whatever like your type and what you're attracted to is because the minute you maybe try yeah. to be a little open-minded and go outside of your usual whatever you like. Right. And I don't mean, I don't, and I don't think this is a bad thing. I try to do this on apps, period. I try to go, okay, like be outside your comfort zone, go out with people you don't. So I swear, Allie, I liked a guy who had a mustache and was a lawyer, perfectly good looking guy, you know, nothing, no flags on the profile. And I literally sure. thought to myself, I was like, you know, I don't usually like a mustache, but like this guy's, this guy's pulling it off. I swear to God, I got 10 lawyers in a row, <laughs> all with mustaches. <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> or like it a goatee. Like, like, oh, like a, we got this. We're on it, lady. Here we go. Literally, we I just sat there likes. like,
0: I just sat there like, um. I, you know, I'm not opposed, but you're really, you're, and, and then, but then same thing. I'm, I'm sorry for the profile. I go, well, you know, good profile. I'm still liking it. And I'm like, I'm just, I just keep telling uh, it to send you're me mustaches, just reinforcing man.
1: reinforcing this mustache, I haven't, mustache
0: behavior. I haven't seen a clean cut face in a day. Oh my God. I, oh my God. I was it like, uh, you have a you mustache know? fetish. It-, <laughs> it seriously does. <laughs> and, and a law fetish, apparently. Like I've sent a apparently. few to Rourke being like, dude, I'm getting every lawyer in LA. Do you know any of these people? I'm sure <laughs> she probably knows a couple. Well, a couple had names of the same people she I've mentioned her just to talk about in passing <laughs> of friends. So I sent her one like, is this that friend Matt you've talked about? Like, am oh, I crazy? He's or or him? Oh, he's not? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just everyone Rourke is friends with is a lawyer, if you ask me. <laughs> a couple of her <laughs> but, friends are. But, <laughs> but you know, I just was like, oh, shit. But she said immediately, she goes, not him, but I see that guy all the time.
1: Oh, that's so, <laughs> so. funny. Well, because not only obviously she lives and works in L.A., but she also went to law school in L.A. So I imagine. Oh, I didn't that a know lot that. Lo- yeah, she went, to, she went to law school there. So I imagine a lot of her law school classmates are also in the hinge dating pool.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. But it's just it's just so funny of like. You know, a simple thing is like I like brunettes. I don't typically like blonde profiles, but yeah. it's not something I go never. Don't set me up with a blonde ever. You know, I'm not a psycho. But it's the same thing. I'm like being my open mind itself, and I'm like I think I'm teaching Hinge a oh, little no. bit to go in a direction that I'm like wait, but I also I also want to see those wait, wait, brunettes thrown throw back in. <laughs> like I'm just emailing Hinge X day one. Like I made a mistake. I liked too uh, many mustaches. Here we go back. And- <laughs> And my pool got too narrow too quickly, Uh, you know. So I was like, uh, it does work. It does work. But I I, almost said, I should have came in more picky, more like, just so you know, this is my favorite thing, but also show me the other stuff. And
1: now open up. I, that is maybe if anybody out there is considering it, just a good word to the wise to start picky.
0: Yeah. Start picky. But I noticed things I responded to with a comment. One was someone wrote something about Mario Kart. Oh, I have now seen enough. 10 answers of Mario Kart. And I'm like, are you, are, is Hinjax also picking up on the answers of people? Maybe. Yeah, I don't I, know. no, I
1: think so. I think it is. I think they're like using keywords and shit. I've noticed that. It would that make too. sense. It would make like, sense. Get, they're picking up
0: on mustaches. They could pick up on text, you know?
1: I see way more karaoke prompts than I ever have before. And I have a karaoke prompt and not. Many guys that I had previously seen had one and now I see them all the time. Like men who oh, have okay. RP prompts. Which makes it obviously right, really easy sense. for me to taste a thing to them.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I uh I actually yeah. got a voice memo too in a question or in a I was texting back and forth with somebody. My first hinge oh, match fun. of rejoining. We're memo. back and forth, and he sent a voice memo because he claimed he could do a great Matthew McConaughey impression. So I was like, let's hear it. And I gotta be honest one of the best impressions i've ever heard in my life like oh I, wow i so he backed i it was up. like oh yeah and i said i go i'm actually a stand-up comedian i hear a lot of impressions oddly more than other people this yeah. is the best one i've heard like did you use yeah. ai i literally asked that like is this are you from was Texas? that really he's your like, voice yeah so then <laughs> we're chatting back and forth and he's being like flirty i'm like oh this is like hitting it off He sends another voice memo about something, and then I send one back, because at the end he changed to his regular voice, and goes, by the way, this Ah. is my regular voice. You know, this is what I actually sound like. So I send one back, answering him, and being like, all right, well, this is my voice, and you know, whatever, da 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 Yeah. Don't hear anything. I'm like, going about my day. I go back, unmatched me. (gasps) So I was just like, oh, my bad, my bad, and I pointed out that I have a deep voice, too. I was like, I know it's deep for a woman. What can you do? And I Who said something else. the fuck else. is
1: unmatching you because of your voice? Hey, it's a valid thing.
0: It's like, you know, everybody plays that voice memo on Inge because it's, it's interesting to hear someone's voice and, and you could be more attracted because of that or less. Do you Enough still have, because you used unmatch. to have a voice memo on your profile? Do you still have that? I didn't keep that on there for too long. I, I ended up taking it down pretty quickly, personally. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't find any success with it. And then I was like, I don't know. I just took it down. So maybe yeah, put it well, back That's annoying of him <laughs> Yeah, I just was like, ouch, damn dude Like we said before Stupid. like You should just like Stop talking to me You're going to unmatch me that fast? It's pretty hard
1: no, Dumb
0: You know, I was like, um, I'm going to um, email HingeX Excuse me <laughs> um, <laughs> These men are not better quality <laughs> That guy sucked Excuse me
1: Where's my concierge? Yeah. I would like a personal con- HingeX concierge For this price Right so I've actually also been tracking which photos, videos and prompts are getting my likes each day. Like when I get a like in, I I write like which one it was. Oh, uh, like to just see what's the more successful like pictures and stuff of your profile. Yeah. So that's been kind of fun too. My voice prompt gets a lot of play. It. Oh yeah. Is yours the singing karaoke or did you change it? I changed it. And now it's about burritos. It's about like being from San Diego. And I finally found like a quality, San Diego style burrito in New York. And like, maybe if you're okay, lucky, I'll I show it to you. Nice. You okay. I remember now. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, you have an advantage. You have a not as deep voice as I do. So I got in my head of thinking, eh, maybe this is a little bit of a turnoff. You know, who knows?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I think that guy sounds dumb now, but.
0: I mean he's on apps doing impressions. So you know what? He's on apps doing Teach impressions. Their own.
1: Teach their own. I was
0: trying to trying to have some positive That's positive. Probably energy. all
1: he's, probably all he's got is the Matthew McConaughey impression. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe. It. I have no idea. He didn't have a mustache though, so you know what? He, maybe Hinge's giving me what I should maybe be going for. Maybe they're on
1: to something. <laughs> they're like, see Erica, do you see what happens when we give you a clean shaven man? Yeah. See Let what happens. Let's go back to the mustaches. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe that maybe that is what's happening. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for me. Yeah. Same. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited about the date. I, this will be my first date since the publicist. Like, since my, since. Oh. Well, the, my first date. Yeah. My first date since I w- last went out with the publicist. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, actually, I forgot something. Um, Mr. Chaotic texted me on Saturday. Did I ever text him back? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so i did initially where... te- oh nope i forgot i forgot to respond to the last thing he said oopsies it was a direct question <laughs> oh shit dude was it to i, go I out? went to go no 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 i went to go play and I... so i was at my tournament when i got the text and yeah. so we were going back and forth and then i had to go play and i meant to come back to this conversation i did not i will do that after we get off of, the, of our conversation mm-hmm. um no he's still not here he's not in new york Still. Yeah. He had been here, but I was not here. We have not yeah. overlapped in New York City since basically we last went out. Mm, seems just tough. I know. I think I will. So, And one of the things he said, he owes me a round of mini golf. Like, I think in the next few weeks, maybe we'll get it together. I would, and I think we will, see each other again. Mm-hmm. That said, I'm pretty solidly convinced that we our lifestyles are not compatible. Like we're just we can't see each other.
0: Yeah, it seems really really tough. Or at least one of you needs to stay in the same place more.
1: Right. Exactly. So yeah, we're both on the move, and at the moment, our on the moves don't coincide with each other literally at all.
0: Yeah, it's just frustrating. But oh well, what can you do? Oh well.
1: Yeah. So, but that was a little update that I forgot about um so maybe that'll happen at some point in the next couple of weeks but i do have hinge guy who doesn't have a nickname yet and maybe by the time we record next week i'll have scheduled something with tinder guy because he'll be back yeah, so we got some so- things we got some things percolating we got it we got some yeah we got something
0: have you seen any of this jonah hill stuff going around dude dude it's great
1: i can't like th- it bothers me a lot when people weaponize therapy speak. To, like, like when he's talking about boundaries and all this stuff, like, they sound like the most, like, emotionally enlightened person. But meanwhile, Mm -hmm. they're being an absolute asshole. But they're like, oh, no, no, but these are my boundaries.
0: Yeah, it's like people that go to therapy to figure out why they have certain whatever problems or things, but then, like, aren't in therapy trying to fix it. And they just say to everyone the like, "Well, my therapist says lines and all the different stuff." And they're like, "Well, it's because I'm this, and I and I really struggle with this." And it's like, "Okay, you've been in therapy for six years, though. You're still struggling with it,
1: like, yeah, or like, yeah. What do we do? What are we doing to work on this? Or like, you know?" And he also misuses the word boundaries because, like, boundaries are not demands you make on somebody else.
0: Yeah, I know. I shared a post that had like a list of boundaries he sent, and it was so he. This is the part that kills me, right? He starts dating this girl. He DM slides on her to essentially her hot surfing bikini pictures. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, not even close to, I think, super sexual whatsoever. No. But whatever. Uh, So he first DM slides. And that's how they start talking. And he's into her. So, like, mm-hmm. you were into the Batesu photos. And now Sue yeah. photos are not okay to post.
1: Well, because they're okay for like him, but then other people sliding into her DMs, like it's, it, it really, really bothers me that that was like the thing that attracted him to her. And now he's like, well, I don't want anyone else to possibly be attracted to you. So you can't do those things anymore. What?
0: Yeah. Like you can't make it easy for someone else to be attracted to you. And it's like, but you want to date me because you're attracted to me. Right. Like. Like, oh, I, I should be undesirable to every other man in the world to basically just help your insecurities is what it is. Like every text yeah. I've seen in this thre- these threads, I'm like, this is
1: just an insecure person. Very, very. And also talking about like who she's allowed to be friends with, that she's like, you know, friends from your wild past. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. So I
0: found the list. Here's the list of all the things he said. That are his quote boundaries, as he claims. So no pictures of surfing with men. So you can't possibly have a male surfing buddy who's, you know, nope. nowhere near you. I don't know if you've ever seen All surfing. All female
1: beaches only.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Um boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men. What? Just a mouthful. It's I think you just mean. Friendships with men. That's he, what he just
1: means friendships with men. He absolutely just means friendships with men.
0: Right? Because like I, I this man will find a problem with any male friendship. Uh, no pictures of like to
1: model or modeling, or can't be a model. It see. It seems yeah. It seems like he's saying it she can't like, be a model or like yeah, post pictures as if she's trying to be a model. What?
0: Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. She's okay. a fucking
1: professional surfer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and then just she literally supposed-
1: does her job in a bathing suit
0: i know that's the part that's absolutely crazy it's like oh do you need to approve my bathing suits that like mm, i can oh, I'm surf sure. in? i bet he does because it's i can surf i can have a picture of me surfing but not in a bathing suit so what i, I yo if i wanted to dump this man i think i would upload a picture of me surfing naked just to be like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i'm following your rules
1: <laughs> there's, no surfing, bathing there's no suit man here, babe here. Yeah. There's I'm no by myself and I'm naked.
0: <laughs> no bathing suit? What up? <laughs> well, I guess I would be breaking the next role, which is just to post sexual pictures. <sighs> which it's very like with with that, I'll I'll make a somewhat argument, not for Jonah Hill, right? But it's different if like someone you are dating, say post something on Instagram that like you just you don't like and you're like, eh, I don't love this. And you have a conversation about one post maybe that you don't
1: like. your feelings about it. Like I think it would be different if he was like, hey, let's say she had posted some specific picture. If he was like, hey, like when I saw that, it, it made me uncomfortable, whatever. Like if he had talked about how he felt about something, not just like here are the list of things that you're not allowed to do.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So and then the last one, this is a messy one of the friendships with women. Friendships with women who are. are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful
1: i I think this also means his
0: story or stories right because i'm like why would i post a picture all the time of like me Hanging out with a friend? I don't, I don't know.
1: know. I Somebody that I follow on Instagram, her handle is omgskr. She's fucking hilarious. If you don't follow her, you should. Um, she tweets really funny things, and she shared a tweet of hers that said, like, BRB, off to have a lunch or coffee or something respectful with a woman in a wild place from my wild past. <laughs> i not yeah. saying place from my wild past.
0: <laughs> right? And, and it's... I don't know. And I've seen um, a lot of people are sharing... Uh, it was actually a Trevor Noah thing he talked about of his mom saying, like... Men are not attracted to a tame woman a lot of times, like a tame, quote, boring woman. They're attracted to the wild, free spirit and like, I'm forgetting what other word they use, but basically like, you know, this person that's just lively and out and like, let's just say like partying. It's like they're attracted to that, but they're like, at the end of the day, though, it's like they're attracted to that and there's something of, I got to tame her. Yeah. That makes them feel like I don't know more of a man, but ju- like, I, but I can't she, he was, was like the people attracted to that. It's like they want to tame it. They usually don't want to join in it.
1: I can't remember if this was Trevor Noah's mom who said the thing that I saw, but it was like about like a wild bird and they want to cage her. That's They're exactly like, they it. They want. They want. Was it Trevor Noah's mom? They're like they that's want exactly... the wild bird so they can cage it.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it.
1: Yeah, it's like oh, up. it
0: was so wild and precious, and like, but now it's mine kind of mentality Um, i have also heard
1: some like not great stories from people who have had real life encounters with jonah hill in the past like stuff Mm -hmm. about him being very immature and petulant and like a do you know who i am kind of dude yeah so
0: (laughs) it's just it's and i mean i've heard a lot of people actually my friend right now who's in school for uh, to become a therapist uh she said the documentary thing he released which i did not Mm -hmm. watch I was I like, this, this doesn't speak to me. Um, she said immediately, she goes, oh, there are so many red flags of like his closeness to his therapist and their relationship and even like the advice and stuff he was talking about that she was like, "Ooh, from a therapist's lens. I was like, this is bad and also very unethical that they have this like friendship outside of therapy. You know?
1: Yeah, like, oh. I had read something. Um, I think Therapy Jeff might have posted. Therapy Jeff did post about Jonah Hill, but I can't remember if he said this part. Where it was about how like it's very ironic that Jonah Hill is talking about having boundaryless friendships because he released an entire documentary about his boundaryless friendship with his therapist.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so
1: yeah. It's also like well, if you sir, fuck if, that dude,
0: or <laughs> I mean, I once had this of um, someone asked me like a question of my questions about like dating another comedian, and would I tell them they can't talk about me in their act? I saw that
1: story you posted and
0: uh i'm like no because it's like everything in life is fair game and i would date someone that i would trust to talk about me in a way that was positive yeah. and good like sure i am I have stuff you can make fun of absolutely go for it and i'm sure vice versa i would have stuff about them but i was like if i i just if you feel like whoever you're dating you have to watch and give rules to like a whole list of rules and be like their fucking parent don't date that
1: person I was thinking when you posted that answer, your answer, which said, like, I wouldn't date someone where I thought I was like, yeah, like, if I if I had to if I had to say out loud, like, hey, don't say really mean stuff about me on stage. Right. I shouldn't be dating that person.
0: Right. Or also it's like, I know how fucking hard comedy is. So I could like see a joke and be like, oh, I see what you're trying to do there. And if anything, I maybe I would offer like some, you know, lines for it. I'm like, oh, maybe say something like this or go this direction. Yeah, you know what about this like, about me. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I'm like, I already know how hard it is, and I especially know how hard it is to also like wa- have someone in the room watching you perform that you, first of all, just know, but second of all, like, are dating. Yeah. So I, I would be like, yeah, yeah I'm not even gonna go down there and like watch them like a hawk unless they want me to. Unless they're like, I have this new joke about you. I want to see if you think it's cool. I'd be like, all right, great, I'll check it out. But like, I just. I can't fathom. I have no energy to date somebody that I would feel the need to parent in that way. You got to be a full-time job. Make them job. have rules. Yeah, no. Just
1: Yeah, it's just walk it's away. similar to it's similar to when people ask me about whether like the people that I date know like every single thing that I'm saying. It's like no, because we generally have a conversation yeah about it and it's like they trust me to use my judgment. In what Mm -hmm. I talk about and share. Yeah. And like, if they didn't trust me, they shouldn't be dating me because that's inherently part of it. I mean, similarly of like having conversations about what's appropriate to share with your friends or share with your family, like that kind of thing.
0: Right. And a lot of us, it's like you live and learn through it. And Jonah Hill sitting there in therapy, like, nope, I figured it all out. And these are my boundaries. This is my list of rules that are now boundaries and just a constant, like, I'm just controlling this because her responses and all these messages were just like, okay, babe, like, all right. And he'd be like, yeah, again, like, you know, if you can't meet those, like, we just, we just can't date. Like, and that's cool. But then that's also a threatening thing of like, oh, so if I post a picture one time that you don't like and, and cross the boundary, that's like, all right, fine. You know?
1: Yeah, it's really brutal. Yeah. Um. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months and i have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home but without the alcohol yeah and also it's nice to have something in your fridge that
0: just has a little bit of flavor totally and they're they're delicious they're made with real fruit sweetened with agave and again 0% alcohol so just a nice nice little flavorful drink that is a little little play on our favorites here they got a bunch of great flavors
1: my personal favorite is the recess watermelon mojito i actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail like I put it in a coupe glass feeling all fancy garnish it with a little sprig of mint it is delicious and
0: my favorite is the recess ginger lime mule I'm a ginger gal and what I love also not too sweet perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat
1: they're absolutely delicious and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash fmh so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences listen up guys If you haven't heard yet,
0: we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast. Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come. Experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week.
1: It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyte.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets, and we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area.
0: Yeah, so make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st, and if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and then Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows, start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. and. You can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either. Unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore. Or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come. As long as you don't mind, half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join.
1: Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmisterheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you.
0: Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too.
1: But on a on a funner note. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are heading into wedding season. I personally have a few weddings coming up. I know you've been to several recently.
0: I've I've gone through half of mine this year. I've been to three already. I got three more, and yeah. I got to be honest. This topic is something that uh, I, I'm I'm probably a, har- a harsher judge a little bit. Of. I have had to listen to a lot of wedding speeches. Yeah. Well, also,
1: you you speak in front of people professionally.
0: Yeah. And so I. Oof, God, there are a few lines I want to share that I'm like, do not put this in your wedding speech. I have heard this in a million wedding speeches, and also. It's been viral on TikTok. I'm curious if you've ever seen this at a wedding. Go for it. Of the ending of the speech being this fake, like, sentimental moment of like, okay, I want you to look into each other's eyes, da-da-da-da-da. And then they say, and I just want you to take in this moment of all these people that are here for you and blah-blah-blah. And then they go, I want you to know the person that you're looking at is statistically most likely to murder you. Oh, you said, oh, you guessed. Yes. See, it crushes. It gets a huge laugh. It gets a huge laugh. I've seen it get a huge laugh on TikTok. I've seen it destroy in person. And I was sitting there, not going to lie, furious of like, are we fucking serious? Like we're that. doing this? I
1: hate that.
0: Wow. Maybe because you're not a true, true crime gal.
1: Maybe. I don't know. It just feels like, okay, so this is my, so. My kinetic lenses exactly. is
0: just hacky. Like the term hacky means it's been done. It's been done a thousand times. Yeah. It's It's not new. And so it's oh, seeing that I'm always like eye roll.
1: Yeah, I I haven't seen that, but I wouldn't like it. I don't think we should be joking about murdering each other at the wedding. <laughs> <It's just laughs> it is an accurate opinion. stat, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, just because it's true doesn't make it appropriate to say. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. I don't like that, but I, uh, the thing that that I've heard the most, it's not it's not like inherently bad. It's just in every speech and I think we can stop saying it is for those of you who don't know me.
0: Oh, I saw that from a couple um speech writers on TikTok when I was browsing stuff.
1: Oh, like and people it, giving advice.
0: It, yeah, cuz ultimately with any speech and this is very true with comedy is like you have to look what can I cut? What is like unnecessary yep. fluff the that I do not need. And all those speech writers say, just say hi, I'm insert name, insert quick relationship to the bride. So like for my sisters yes. just Hey, I'm Erica. I'm Carla's sister. I'm the Maid of Honor. Yep, yeah,
1: easy. That's it. Like you, it's, it's implied. It's implied that you're introducing yourself because some people don't know you. Like you don't need to you don't need to clarify that that's the reason you're going to say your name.:
0: Yeah, or also prove to us why you got chosen. Because I hate yeah. that vibe of like we've known each other for 25 years ever since blah, blah. blah and oh no no and then oh i'm the jungle gym together i'm like get to it it's not about you you know
1: <laughs> yeah i think i actually think my my least favorite type of speech is the person who makes it okay actually my least favorite is the person who's too, who's too drunk oh i mean that's 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 my We've least, all So let's start that. let's start out with like the speech don'ts right okay so my yeah. my big i think my biggest speech don't is don't be too drunk because that that i think there's almost nothing worse unless you're going to say something horrendously inappropriate <laughs> oh, Jesus. There's, which like i've seen and i also uh-huh. there's there are some submissions because we asked our listeners for for submissions of bad things they've seen in speeches and i have some examples but i think the worst besides that is being too drunk yeah
0: slurring sloppy and and i think it happens because people are nervous to talk in public like I absolutely get that. i understand why totally yeah.
1: but like but you in. have to make yourself Reel just, yourself in
0: just one drink before the speech. Not, not a lot. And also, cause if you are in the wedding, it's a long day. You haven't yep. eaten much. So you also are drinking, thinking you're at the same level as if it was like the end of a normal day. It's like, it's not a normal day. You've been up since 7am, getting your hair and makeup. You had a bagel and that's really it. That's all we're running. Yep. Over, you know?
1: Yeah. It's, well, it's bad. And like, I have seen several in person. And then also, as I as social media starts posting speeches and whatnot now and immediately they start talking and you're like uh oh yeah. uh oh yeah there's one that went viral and people love it and I'm like yo, this girl seems sloppy as hell yes you sent me that one and that one has another don't of mine that I really don't like oh what too much comedy to the point where it feels like a stand-up comedy routine that's all about you
0: yeah very fair Of like, this is about me being funny, not... Yes. It's
1: like, oh, here's how... Look how funny I am. I can make this whole room laugh. It's not about you.
0: Mm. No. Yeah, and also, not only was she slurring at the top, her first line, which I actually think this line is okay if you're not pissed drunk (laughs) of... You know, because a lot of the speeches start the same and everyone thanks the families for throwing the wedding and and everybody coming together. So she starts with the... Okay, first I want to start by thanking, you know, the most important people here today, the bar staff. And I do think that's a funny line. I think that's that was a funny. funny. Fair I did opener. like that. I right, but like when that. you're hammered drunk,
1: <laughs> <it's> <laughs> it like, comes across a little different. <laughs> a
0: little, little different. Where you're like, okay, we may, maybe not. Maybe the bar staff is too good and too
1: fast. Uh with you. Um yeah. So so I would say, yeah, getting too drunk and then the other big don't that I feel like is so fucking obvious. And yet I have witnessed speeches that do it mentioning exes.
0: I, I do agree that it's like the speech you, you need to make about the couple because my rule is when you write your speech, look through and how often do you say the word I? Oh, I like that advice. Like you really should look through your speech and be like, how much am I saying I, unless it's literally I, saw you know the person you're talking about the bride like i have never seen the bride so happy yeah. i remember you know her being say if they met on a dating app like i remember her being on a dating app feeling like man am i ever gonna meet a good guy and then she met the greatest guy like that's the only case it's like fine because the whole sentence is has nothing to do with you
1: yeah but yeah. i think that's, I think a that's good really tip great is, i think that's really great advice yeah i think from a, from a structure perspective, I like the intro, like, who am I, right? Like, let me introduce myself. And then I like it to be a little bit about me and the person, then a little bit about the person they're marrying and like my perspective on when they met that person and then like them as a couple. And then we wrap it up.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, aside from appropriateness, my, one of my top things too, I tell people is like, Make it short. Like, I've so, never I've never walked away from a wedding and been like, you know, that speech needed to be longer. Ever. That speech was person. way too short. So we yeah. actually
1: polled the listeners about how long a speech should be. Uh-huh. And I also have some stats on what the average one is. So we okay, polled the listeners, and it was one of those slidey things. Mm-hmm. So they could slide it anywhere from under a minute to over five minutes. And... My audience had smack dab in the middle around 3 minutes. Yeah, that was mine. That's apparently the average length according to Zola. That's the average wedding speech length.
0: Okay, when I was binging TikTok speeches, a lot of people said they told me to keep it under 4 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a good guide. Yeah, you need to time yourself but also like when you time it, it's going to be longer than whatever you time it. So know that. Yep, because there is crowd reactions and also like it is a big room. And I would tell everyone with any speaking thing, speak slowly. Like a lot of times you are nervous. You're going to speak faster. But a big room like a wedding, the sound travels and you have to like wait for the thing to hit the back of the room. Yeah. It's so, like give it a second for everybody to decipher it. Um, yeah. But I'd be like, if you time it by yourself, have it be three minutes. Like, cause yeah. Because then, then you'll be probably four. hit four. Yeah. You'll easily that's good, hit
1: That's four. good advice. Easy. What what is your thoughts on having notes for your speech? Totally fine. Why not? What do, do you, you think like it or about hate it? What do you think about paper notes versus a
0: phone? That depends on the person. Um, or maybe that actually depends on, you know, if the bride is really specific and for quote pictures is like, hey, it looks better if you're holding paper. Cool. Mm. I'll print it on a paper, you know. But either way, I I love it because it's like you planned the speech. I've seen a lot of speeches not be planned of how are we wrapping this up? And they felt very scattered. And it's like if I was to plan the speech, it's like, what's my intro and what's my close? And then the middle is kind of more the fluff. But like, how do we get to the closing point? You know, what is what is the
1: theme? I would think of some type of theme, you know, where's my closer? The theme definitely needs to be there. I don't I don't mind notes. I personally prefer to memorize it. So I've given four wedding speeches. You fully memorized? I, really? Fully memorized. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: I, um, I'm guessing you told, like, stories that you have told a few times before in the
1: speech. Probably, yeah.
0: Because that's another tip I'd tell people. Like, think. Is there any story that stands out to you about the person that you've oh, already definitely. told? You've told to a group of people. You know where, like, the little funny parts are. Like... Because you've already had the yeah. practice. So anyway,
1: sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. But you've fully memorized, yeah. which is impressive yeah. when people do it. Fully memorized. And, but important to note that it was a planned speech because I totally agree with you. The rambly, like, and then, and then, oh, what else? Like, that's, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. I don't mind notes, though. Like, I, memorizing is not necessary. I really prefer paper, though, because I think that it messes with your flow if you have to scroll on a phone and I've seen people lose their place because they're like trying to scroll and then they're like, Oh, I scrolled too far. Or like the, the, the writing's too small. I think it's just like controlling your variables by having it on paper.
0: Yeah. And if you have it on paper, not multiple pages, <laughs> cause I've seen that get hectic Yeah, and they're
1: like, Oh, hold on. Same,
0: same idea. Yeah. yeah I got it. Um,
1: so hold the listeners about that actually about notes. What'd they say? Only 3% of people said you had to memorize it, which I yeah, I'm yeah i like, they would.
0: no one expects you to, especially because it's no. you're comfortable speaking in public. I'm comfortable speaking in yeah. public.
1: I could memorize a speech easily,
0: but a lot of people are nervous. And it's like, you at least need those yeah. little bullet points, you know?
1: Definitely not necessary. But then everybody was split 50-50 on whether it should be paper or phone. So really, it's up in the air.
0: Yeah. Oh, another hack thing. Can I say this that I've seen? Yeah. Is starting the speech with... You know, so and so tell me to keep this short, and then they drop a giant scroll of paper. I haven't seen that either. I have seen this twice, and once in was person? very recently, in person. I've seen it twice.
1: Wow!
0: Yeah, where I was like, "Ha ha, you're already making this longer than it
1: needs to be." Um, you you have already <laughs> identified the fluff that could have been cut right there. Well, it's
0: like because they walk up, Allie. With a roll, you see it coming. So it's not, it's not like a, a trick. It's not like a trick, you know, a clown pulling a thing like out of the sleeve of and it keeps sleeve. going. Yeah, it's like I see. I see you with a giant roll of paper. Like I see I you. You're gonna drop it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've then I saw this that. on TikTok, and I thought it was a very funny, clever opening. And it was mm. a couple that had been together a long time. Like where everyone's being like, "When are you guys getting married? Like, you ever getting married?" Yeah. She opened a folded paper and blew off fake dust. And she goes, that's I amazing. wrote the speech a while ago, a while ago. And I'm like, that's a perfect, like, no one saw it coming. And it's, it's like the joke of the room. If you know the couple, you know they've been together forever.
1: We all thought they would have gotten married like five years ago or whatever. I think that's, that's funny. hilarious. I really like that. I, in a couple of the speeches that I've done, so I've done two maid of honor speeches and then I've done two, like, I was asked to speak speeches. Um, And one of them, I was not expected to speak. So that was interesting. Um, But in the maid of honor speeches that I did, I went back into Gchat history from like years ago. And pulled things that they had said about their now husband when they were very first dating and like incorporated those into my speeches. And I like when I've seen that. Like I got got that idea from a speech that I saw. And I was like, like, oh, I really like that.
0: Like, oh, these are the texts they sent me after the first date. Oh, my God. I was really into him. He seems really fun. That's cute. That's a
1: very cute. one of my one of my friends said, like, I just met my husband and I was like, you're insane. Stop. <laughs> stop that.
0: <laughs> like Don't get your hopes up.
1: Get all the way out of here with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, it's one date. This is New York City. And yeah. you're like, and here we are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And then I was like, and here we are. And it wasn't even like it wasn't a date. They had met like out at a bar. Like it was like a, a situation where I was very, it was very much like we need to we need to calm down ma'am yeah yeah but then there we were at their wedding so what the fuck do i know see that's
0: the thing with like being funny in wedding speeches specifically is everybody wants to be a little funny right of course but it's like wedding speech the day's about love like we're celebrating the couple we're not here to roast people so the funny needs to be things that are also cute and what's also great about that is if it doesn't land if people don't laugh then it's just a cute thing you said it
1: was just cute
0: it was cute the jokes that's need to be such rooted a good in point. cuteness yeah that's rooted really in good, niceness really, really and cuteness. cuteness yeah we're right. not here to roast people right like actually this is in wedding crashers this example of he says um you know the 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 maid of honor is practicing her speech with him and he's like ooh, yeah. like rough right she makes a joke of like they both like things and she says like they both like the color green because it reminds them of money and it's like
1: Ugh. yeah and he's like uh no yeah
0: it's like no one's comfortable talking about money this publicly so let's not um but then he says like you know you can roast them when it's simple shit like oh jennifer likes to shop ha 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 like a little fact that even if you don't know jennifer easy to get the joke you know yeah. i saw a line of like something about like all the amazon boxes coming to the house ha 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 <laughs> you know that's easy yeah
1: that's I, the the roasting is really bad I there we got a couple submissions from people that they the worst wedding speech they've ever saw they've ever seen mm-hmm. was one that was just like riddled with insults I see that a lot more from like best man speeches like I feel like a yeah. lot of guys think their job as the best man is to roast their friend no yep yeah no not and the case. Hard, and,
0: and it's hard to roast in a way that's like appropriate for a wedding it's very hard very yes. very hard. Because um, I was going to say one thing I wrote down that I think should absolutely be off limits, no matter what. And I am I was shocked how much I saw this in the TikTok ones I was binging. Any reference yeah. to peeing or pooping. What? What do we? Doing? Why do people mention pee or poop in a speech? It'll be like a funny. They think it's funny to roast. Like oh, and we all remember that time. Like we're really happy today. You didn't poop your pants like that last no! time. Excuse me. What? what? Yeah, I saw a girl end her speech with, like, you know, it's the fake nice thing of, like, today I want you all to remember that Sarah peed the bed. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? How would mad so would mad? you be? I would be, I'd be like furious. <laughs> right? Just anything like that that's like, yo, grandparents are here, first of all. But second of all, this is, th- that's just completely unnecessary roasting
1: yeah, that's bad. We had a couple wedding photographers write in about like the themes that they've seen that go the worst. Oh my God.
0: Oh, you have. Can I hear those?
1: Yeah. yeah, so this wedding photographer and I got a few I got a few submissions like this. So she, she said, "New Bride had the same name as the ex-wife. Best man brought it up multiple times during the speech, including, <sighs> quote, "I hope this Jessica works out better than the last one."
0: No, oh my god. Definitely no references to the ex-wife.
1: Why like why would you do that? I've also seen on TikTok people saying things like, Well, here we are again. First second yeah. marriages. No. Uh-uh. Which like easy joke, but tough. We're not making that. We're not making that joke.
0: Or here's here's where it is. Even if the groom is okay with that, he knows it's a second wedding. Maybe he's got a, you know, a sense of humor that's like, buddy, go for it rude to the girl who's marrying yeah where it's like hey it's my first wedding though so I don't really want to sit here and hear all about some other woman
1: <laughs> yeah it? I was at a wedding once that was the bride's second wedding and she made a joke to a few of us on the side yeah about it and we're like that was fucking funny because like she made the joke and it was, like, just to us, and her, like, husband was not there. The, but she And she said something like, we're like, well, thanks for doing this again, guys. Like, like kind of thing. And, like, right. that was really funny. But we would never have said that in front of the whole group of people and him. No, no, not necessary. Just not necessary. No, absolutely not. Um, but I also think – so another thing that people wrote in about is – like the the roasting thing, a lot of wedding photographers or like people that work weddings talked about people just being mean, yeah. and thinking they're being funny.
0: Yeah, it's no, you really you really should not write the speech being like I'm gonna be funny, like you will find no. funny moments in it. That like so my theme. my uh, uh, past roommate Talia, she was doing her speech for her sister, and I she was running it you know to me the night before. And there was a part in there I was like, this is a moment you can add something a little funny. And her sister has a very high-pitched voice, okay? Uh Everybody knows it, obviously, because if you've ever talked to her, you know. And she had a line of, like, in her unique voice, referring to the sister. And I said to her, I go, if you're comfortable, you could do that line in her voice. Like, in her unique voice, or should I say... In her unique voice. Like, I just hired Oh, Patrick.
1: that would be funny. I like that. Easy,
0: funny, cute joke. But I said to her, if you're comfortable. Like, when you're making yeah. the speech, if you get nervous to do it, skip it. Don't do Not it. Not necessary. Not necessary. Did she do so it? It's... She didn't. And I could tell she was, like, a little nervous. And also, the acoustics in the room were tough. So, she oh. was speaking very, very slow. And, and it was like, anyone, even the funniest speech, would be hard to land in that room. Where it was like, good thing you went, you know, nice, sentimental route, all respectful
1: stuff. Can I give another uh, piece of advice, actually, that I just thought of when you said that? What? If you are giving a speech at a wedding, find the wedding coordinator and or the DJ beforehand. Like, if you're giving a speech, you're probably in the wedding party, which probably means that you're at the venue before the guests. Yeah. Find those people and figure out the setup. Like there's nothing worse than like there, you're wandering around. You're like, where's the mic? Oh, where do I, where am I supposed to stand? How loud should I talk? Like get that shit figured out in advance. Yeah. Chop, chop. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or if yeah, you're doing a, a good DJ with will, somebody else. Yeah. A good DJ will, and he said to all of them, he was like, the acoustics are bad. Speak slowly and, and, and be backed away from the mic. Not super close. It'll be worse. And it's like good oh, to freaking know, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I know my biggest thing with people is like, you have to just be who you are. Like if you're not naturally a jokey, jokey person, don't try to make a funny speech. If you're naturally a sentimental person, then make a sentimental speech. But my big tip on sentiment is you have to save like the most sentimental things for the end and mainly for women
1: because we start to cry. And the start to cry is when it's very hard to understand you. I have seen a maid of honor speech where the... Maid of Honor. I my heart went out to her, was crying the entire time. Tough and no one could no one could understand her or hear her really.
0: Yeah, tough. And that's when it's like, make the speech short. If you're a super emotional person, make it very short. It's it's hard. Yeah. It's very hard. It's hard. I, get, I
1: I've gotten choked up on this podcast, obviously, just talking, you know. <laughs> like I cried in both Maid of Honor speeches that I gave, but I had practiced them so many times that I knew the places where it was going to happen. Right. And so I was then able to like steal myself, like take a deep breath a little bit and mm-hmm. like pause and let it pass a little. Like I had prepared myself for like, okay, these are the two places where you're probably going to get choked up. And just like, you got this.
0: Yeah. And the last one I was at, the girl got choked up and she like joked about it. She was like, sorry, I just need a, a yeah. need a sec, you know, and that's a little, little bit of relief. Like, you, you got to be who you are. It's it's hard. It's, a, you know, if you go sentimental as you should, most people get choked up at some point in a speech, which is really sweet. I'd yeah, still rather I mean, that than
1: the roasting. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. Yeah. Most, honestly, like, I would say a, a majority of the submissions that we got of bad things were about roasting or people being mean. Or, like, there was one person who wrote in and said that the father of the bride spent most of his speech talking about how much he hated the groom. And everybody oh thought he was joking. But like, like he hated was, him until that day. It wasn't clear.
0: Oh God. Yeah. I once saw um, a speech. Oh, any jokes of like, if you hurt them, I'll kill you.
1: Not funny. Let's just leave murder out of our speeches in general. <laughs> uh, that's my suggestion.
0: Unless someone is like a crazy crew tr- true crime junkie and it's sure, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If me, that's their thing, yeah, fun. But I agree. I agree. It's like, yeah, we all know when there's a killer it most likely is the husband or wife. We all fucking know. All we right? don't need to talk about that. Yeah, I didn't have to listen to cereal to know that or whatever, you know.
1: Um oh my god. So, remember how we so we, remember 10 minutes ago? No. <laughs> so, you know how we were talking about um long speeches? Yeah. What do you think? What's the longest speech that you've ever witnessed? 15 minutes. Way too long. I, I I've witnessed 25. Ooh. Ooh, that's tough. Man or woman? It was not good. It was the mother of the bride.
0: Oh, that's tough because it's like you can't cut off the mother of the bride.
1: (laughs) No, it was really long. But I thought that that was aggressively long. And then I got several submissions from people who said they witnessed 35 to 45 minute speeches. Like this person says, bride's dad went 35 minutes about each of the 12 adjectives in the Boy Scout law. Oh, God.
0: I mean, at least what? he picked the a theme, but didn't think it through. You know,
1: he he, he did hear the advice to have a theme. Have yeah, the a theme.
0: <laughs> it's not the most important advice. The
1: most important advice is short. Even if
0: you roast Very someone, short. a short roast does not feel as bad.
1: You know. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people said Uncle got shouted at to shut up after crossing the forty-five minute mark.
0: Yeah, that's you gotta like. That's that's when it's important to have like a good DJ slash band, head of the band that's like the host because that shit's on that where it's like uh, i got a signal so to like get them to wrap it up
1: yeah Ooh. really bad oh my god this person now i'm just like reading these this person said inebriated maid of honor gloated that she got picked as maid of honor see exactly that's i hate that shit it's like we all know you're the maid of honor all right
0: yeah you got the title who cares right <laughs> not to be rude but who cares
1: it's it's not about you it's not it's about not. you
0: it's really not about you oof from the New York Times. Here's an interesting thing they said avoid yeah. quotes. I say a quote is fine, but one. I have sat through the speeches where there's like oh. some people say, insert, you know, whatever classic saying here, or there's yeah. a quote, da da da. Fine. You want to open with one? So a lot of times that can be a nice opening, yada yada. But oh my God, I've heard a speech that had three quotes, and it's like, dude. Just pick
1: one. We don't need three. Yeah, I could see a quote. I think I generally agree that quotes maybe are, are a little generic, but I could see if it was something that goes with your theme. Like maybe they yeah. both love, I don't know, Star Wars. And so you there's like a Yoda quote because they bonded over that. I don't know. I I don't know anything about no, Star Wars No, no, no. That but that's fair.
0: But that's fair. And it's about the couple where it's like. It's about the couple. You know, or you go, I saw this quote and it made me think of you. I was looking for inspiration for the speech. Totally fair. Yes. It's an easy opener, but more than one quote, I'm like, this is now a DBQ essay that I'm listening to, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like the generic. I I think a lot of a lot of speeches end up feeling really generic. And I think it's because people think they have to fill time and you do not. No,
0: you definitely don't. Definitely don't.
1: Something that's fun. I've seen
0: people do like, you you know, you look through the text to get like the quote from the bride or groom. Yeah. You also can just ask the bride and groom some questions and work that into the speech. That's also very cute. Like as if you, I like when officiants do that. Yeah. So I loved, I went to this one wedding. I mean, this is a little separate from speeches, but I loved this and I would love to do this if I decided to do like custom vows. Yeah. Instead of me reading the vow and you reading the vow, I love the idea of, I saw this, um, it was actually like a rabbi, and she basically interviewed both people, and like, she gave the synopsis, and it was so beautiful and great, because it's like, they get to weed out the stuff that we're like, okay, that's an inside joke between the two of you, nobody's going to get that, but even more importantly, it was just like, no one was crying, and we also all could hear it, because the rabbi had the mic, and so it was very like... Catherine says the thing she loves about Rob the most is how he's always there for her and so supportive of her. Like, yeah. instead of her saying, I love how you've always been supportive of me. You know what I mean? Like, it's an
1: emotional day. It's an emotional day, you know? It really but is. But I love that. I love that, Rob. I, I really like that. I've, I've seen some really good officiants. We did have somebody writing about an officiant that did something absolutely nuts. Ooh, what? The officiant confessed her love for the groom... And said that she always thought she would be at this wedding in a different capacity, oh, she thought that was funny, but whoo, she was wrong, uncomfortable. she was wrong,
0: oh, damn, that's bad, yeah, no yeah. jokes about like wanting to get with, even in like a hookup sense or no whatever sense, and I thought this goes without saying too, um, I mean, we have mostly have women, but like i've I've seen. Like a gold digger type comment made. What? And it's like. At their wedding? Oh, yeah. It's like, okay. Oh Even if that's God. something the whole room's thinking, uh, don't say it. That's, that's a no.
1: That's another like, just because it might be true doesn't mean it's appropriate to say. Right. Or like any like illegal
0: stuff or X-rated stuff. And that especially goes in the stories of like, okay, I'll say this. Something of like if it somehow relates and the only thing you say is like we all know when matt got arrested after prom or something ha 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 that i go maybe okay but like
1: maybe really it depends on how, out cool, it depends on how cool everybody else at the wedding is with that like read the right. room know your audience know your audience right yeah just like not necessary yeah i think i think it could be funny to like reference things vaguely my best friend from high school is somebody who – one of those maid of honor speeches that I gave. And she and I have an inside joke that's we got to get out of here, which is like basically it was originally a very serious thing where like that was our – in hindsight, not very secret phrase for like I need your help. We got to leave. Like there's an uncomfortable mm-hmm. situation. Like I, we got to go. We got to get out of here. And if one of us said that, we were leaving. Like okay. immediately the other person was like, okay, we're going. And so, like, in my speech, I gave, like, a vague reference to, like, misadventures in college. And I, Mm. like, said, like, we got to get out of here. And then that's how I closed the speech was, like, with that. So I, like, tied it back to that. But I remember the best man later being, like, I wanted to hear those stories from college. Like,
0: not in the speech. You're like, no.
1: Not appropriate for the speech.
0: Yeah. No. Because a general rule I'd give, too, would be, like, no inside jokes, where, like, I've seen the speech that goes, a few people are going to get this. It's like,
1: what? then why are you saying it? Like, now we're excluded yeah. out of the room, you know? I do. I don't hate inside jokes that are, like, something that the bride, if you're giving a speech for the bride or something that the groom, like, the speech is really for them. As long as it's not the entirety of the speech like as long as the speech is not built on something that nobody in the room is going to understand
0: right i am yeah i was at a wedding and they said something like oh i knew that we'd be here today you know after that one night and wherever it was that all the friends were together and immediately all this like big friend group of 20 people are dying and you're we're all like i don't know what else was said but that. it was like Don't a one know. second, just like of that one night. Yeah, you know when she whispered into his ear, and then she was like, "And I'm not going to repeat it." And people were like, "Wah," you know. And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, all right, I guess that's, that's okay." Kind of funny, you know? I like that. I like I guess that. That's okay. Um, I just thought of another example. That's like, because <laughs> the other thing too is like, I hate when it's like you they go up and it's like you want to be funny and and roast right or whatever. But like sometimes the bride or the groom really are like a goody two shoes there's really no dirt on them and you can't make dirt. You can't make the dirt.
1: Know your audience, again.
0: Not even the audience, but just like the person you're talking about. Like if they really are like the sweetest person, you're probably not going to do well like making fun of them unless it's about how sweet they are. Like, Yes, like So uh, an example of a good one was it was actually a groomsman speech of he said, he goes, I was writing this speech. I called all his friends and buddies to try to get some dirt on my older brother because he said because growing up he was the straight a student the goody goody went to cornell yeah. da, da, da. he goes and the only thing i got on him was one time he skipped class to do his laundry <laughs> like you know and that's just such a funny cute like uh we all know how good a, a goody two shoes you are this is the only dirt i found funny i love that that's you great. know like shit like that it's like it's still a sweet thing so easy to be funny like yeah, The room knows the couple, so you just got to go based on that, you know?
1: Yeah. I love if that. anything,
0: I got to be honest, like, I'm nervous to do a speech at, like, my sister's when I'm made of honor, partly because mm-hmm. of the pressure to be funny.
1: Oh, because people know you're a comedian. Like, that boss in Ireland.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, people are going to be like, all night, they'll be like, oh, I can't wait for your speech. And it's like, first yeah. of all, if I make fun of my sister for the majority of the speech, she will absolutely kill me. And like you yeah, said, which, as... it makes it about me being funny.
1: Right. Which, that's not the point
0: right not at all oh
1: that's hard that's a tough spot to be in
0: oh i already am like i'll go more sentimental route for sure i already know like what my theme will be i know my opener and it's like i only have to be funny for a second and i'll get to the beat you know like yeah i that's the way to go i think yeah because and i would tell everyone like no it's a wedding it's not my job to be funny like tonight no and it's especially hard when you are the sister as opposed to like the friend so it's like how i see my sister and the lights i see her in is not the same as like her her party and buddies from college you know right, her right, childhood right. friends like there's kind of that thing of like my relationship is with you know my dad is not the same as my brother the same as my friend jordan like you're somewhat That's a true. different person with other people a little yeah. bit you know
1: oh absolutely people bring out different parts of you makes sense yeah Well, this was very fun. And we also have another fun announcement that we have a a second wedding-related episode coming on with a very special guest. Yeah.
0: Rourke is coming back on the pod to do a more general wedding etiquette episode. Uh, It's a topic she's passionate about. So we were like, hey, let's have her come on. It's perfect for wedding season. And,
1: uh, yeah. So look forward to that episode. It's going to be great. Yeah. We'll see her record with her in a few weeks. It's coming up now. It seems so far away when when we scheduled it, but it's almost here. Yeah, and thank you for the submissions for this one. Yes, thanks everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.